right, what is going on, everybody? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema. This is where we bring you the best comic book movie content. Today's episode, it almost sounds like the start of a bad joke. Two youth pastors and, and two construction safety managers walk into a bar. <laughs> so joining us today is one of the construction safety managers, Mr. James Arline. Mr. Still Your Girl, how you doing, James? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? I can't complain, man. I'm happy to be here with you gentlemen. The DNA results are in for Vanilla Ice's son. And Vanilla Ice is the father. What's up, Daisy? <laughs> What's up? How's everybody doing? Uh, that's funny. The OG. This is literally like when you think of the OG comic book movie fan, Josh is it. He knew who Vision was before the world knew who Iron Man was. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Josh Jennings. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I'm very excited about the, the episode we have today. We have touched on in the past how we think the MCU should bring the X-Men, or I'm sorry, how Disney and Marvel should bring the X-Men into the MCU. Today's episode is all about how should they bring in the Fantastic Four. There has been a lot of prevalent rumors about Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. It seems like, you know, you, you, there's fan casting, but then there's this. I mean, this is just like a whole nother level of rumor and speculation. Anytime you hear about casting of Fantastic Four, you always hear about John Krasinski and his wife, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski is a very talented actor. He's a very talented writer. We've seen that as well in the past, too. He's got uh, range. You know, he can be funny. We've seen that on The Office, but he can also be a little bit of a bad A. We've seen that on Jack Ryan and some other stuff, I think. I think it was Jack Ryan. Yep. Anyway, we'll start off with that. What do you guys think about those two? And Do you think that they would fit into the MCU and fit into those characters? Yeah, I think when the, those rumors and the, the concept, fan, the fan concept art and all that started kind of surfacing, it was kind of one of those that as it's, probably one of the oldest rumors attached to Fantastic Four. <clears throat> I think that's just because of the dynamics that specifically John has. And just like you said, he's really kind of wide range in what he can do in movies. Yes, the early content of The Office and all of that, but I do think he has the opportunity to bring just that writing edge that he has. And it's almost like he can help to understand what the watchers and the viewers are looking for. And I think that's been the issue in the past is just that translation from screen to audience did not do well. And uh, but I do think that they could do out of all the rumors that have been speculated. I do think that they have great potential to move in the direction of what at least I'm sure most of us have been hoping for due to all the bad renditions in the past. So, yeah, I do think they would bring uh, a great opportunity for it for sure. What do you guys think? Do y'all think that Emily Blunt and John Krasinski would make a good Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman? I do. I see it. Kind of like how we talked about earlier with, with the range of characters that he's done, you know, like my office and so on and so forth. But I, I'd like to see it. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm, I want to see what they can do. I was going to say, I have to agree with, uh, I mean, based on The Office, of course, just love John. But then when he came out, like with The Quiet Place, and you got to see him and his wife, you get to see that chemistry there and you get to see the more 
rounded out, not just the com comedic. And so I think it's really awesome to see that and see the that range and all that. And I think it would, would be very well. I, I agree with the other guys as well. I think that they would kill it and they would knock it out of the park. But I also think that if they casted complete unknowns to jump into those roles, that would work too. At this point, Marvel can do no wrong. You know, I don't think that there might be one, maybe two. I mean, when you say that you can count the, the amount of people on one hand that they've casted into roles that didn't work out, I really can't think of any right off the top of my head. <laughs> but I mean, I, I fully trust in Kevin Feige, Disney. I am just call me the ultimate Marvel fanboy because at this point, they can do no wrong. I think the concept is really interesting, though. Like, there's rumors and rumblings that possibly in the Ant-Man Quantumania film, we could see uh, Fantastic Four pop up in that or um, the X-Men even. But I'm really I, I'm not going to speculate much on how they think how I think they're going to do it. I'll say this, though. I think it's going to be very intriguing to see how do you bring in a team that's so big? You know, I mean, next to the Avengers in some people's minds, the Fantastic Four and the X-Men are bigger than the Avengers, especially pre-2012 before the Avengers film came out. Those teams have been around since the 60s. Uh, maybe even the 50s, Josh? How long have those teams been around? The, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I, you're, you're asking years and you're look, using me as the OG, so put me in the spot. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they were the first family. I mean, I remember uh, I some of my favorite comic books and some where I've got that they, you know, it, I think they'll fit in perfectly with scrolls because got, you know, that cross yeah. the scrolls, you know, the, and we've already got them introduced. So I think. Like I rice think, and Kung Pao chicken. Yes, and it would be great to see that come in, and I think it could do it with no problem. And so, yeah, you have these that a lot of people don't know, especially unless they're as old as me sometimes, <laughs> or, or a comic book fan, you know, that don't know the first films, you know, which they get knocked around, And but I like the originals too. I like the first, well, when I say the first, not the very first, the Roger Corman, but the, the 2005 Fantastic Four, I thought it for its time, it was fine. Right. It doesn't hold up now, just like a lot of older films don't hold up as well as you think they do, but it's fine. You know, it was goofy and funny, and I even like Chris Evans as uh, the Human Torch. I thought he was probably one of the, the highlights of that film, in my mind. And the guy that played the thing, too, he was pretty funny. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the main things is the introduction is so key. And I think one thing that uh, Marvel definitely learned is that you can't just bring the entire team in for an original film. Like they have to be introduced somewhere. They have to be cameoed somewhere because of it's kind of like the question of with Eternals. You know, they were such there's such a long existing group of people and the questions of like, how do you give an accurate backstory? They were never introduced or never given any other element of introduction in any of the other films. And then you've got to create an entire cosmic origin story. And that was just for me, it was it disconnected it in many ways. Um, I think it, I enjoyed the film, but I do think there were so many elements that were disconnected because there was there was some missing continuity between other films. But if you've been watching like the Disney Plus shows and all of those and seeing how that continuity is really flowing, 
as long as they maintain that and have some, it doesn't matter if it's some little snippet of maybe even a building or something in the background, something to maintain that continuity, that, that introduction, those little Easter eggs that we all search for and all are looking for that really kind of appeal to fans. If you're not a super fan, these things probably don't even matter. But if you're like most of us, we're looking for those things that kind of like, even with Spider-Man, when Matt Murdock showed up for a split second, those are little, little nuggets that we enjoy seeing. And just, we appreciate that continuity because we might not see him for a while, but he's been officially introduced. And so as long as they do something like that, I think we can potentially have something like that in uh, Dr. Strange too. As a fan, I would love to see an introduction more of that level instead of just a, a hard start on a film and let's give them a full origin and explain all of that. We've had so many origin films. We've, as fans, we get, we get the understanding of the origin, but let's introduce them speaking to the continuity. I think that would just be my preference. I, I kind of hear what you're saying. You're saying that we don't need another origin for, you know, well-known properties like Fantastic Four. Right. Batman, like we're going to get into that later in another episode, but one can use that as an example. In Batman, yep. they didn't really they didn't really show us the pearls getting ripped off again. You know, they didn't yep. they didn't show us all this the information that we've seen a thousand times on screen already. Fantastic Four aren't quite as well known as Batman. I still think you need like a little title sequence, like intro to what yep. how, how it happened, but keep it quick, keep it brief, you know. Right. Uh, and then we'll move on with the story. I think I, can, I hear what you're saying, and I think what you're talking about is how they're going to do it anyway. I, like I said, I think that they're going to introduce us to the Fantastic Four and Ant Man Quantum Mania, and uh, then we'll probably get a Fantastic Four film. But that's that's my thing. Like it's just it's going to be a tall task for Marvel to introduce teams that are such a big deal, like the X Men, yep. like the Fantastic Four. Hey, these guys have always been around, but they were just in the shadows, you know, like. And also the theme that got played with a lot with the original X-Men films isn't going to be the same anymore. Like, because in those films, it was always like the mutants are our enemy. They were classified as mutants, you know, and they were like outcasts. But now you already have so many mutants, you know, you got Captain America, you got, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Spider-Man, people with superpowers. So how are they going to, tackle that issue now you know that was always like the the main theme of the x-men they were almost like outcast and and they were defending the people that hated and feared them right so it's going to be interesting that's my biggest thing like i just think it's going to be interesting to see how they they go about doing it <laughs> i guess that's what we're talking about <laughs> yeah what do you think james do you think that fantastic four i think they should just put the movie out there or do you think that they should kind of introduce us to them kind of like they did with black panther and spider-man and uh civil war they kind of gave us a little sample size taste and then they gave us the the solo films yeah no i definitely think that they should maybe do like a little slight introduction but we don't need another full origin story of you know how everybody got their abilities and stuff i mean we've seen it enough times to to know you know, I feel like the majority of people have seen it enough times to know, you know, how that happens. Maybe, maybe a, a light clip of it, you know, but, or maybe like, you know, in parts of the film, you know, a flashback or something like that, but definitely not a full origin story. I'd like to see it just, just right there. I will say this. I don't know if I should say this, especially if my wife sees this video, but I'll say it. 
I think that Emily Blunt is a great actress, but the look for me just like, I, of course, I would love to see like a younger, uh, <laughs> more attractive version of, um, you know, know a visible woman <laughs> on screen. And, you know, also it would be fun to see complete unknowns. Don't forget Thor, when that movie came out, Chris Hemsworth was a complete unknown. Not Chadwick Boseman, he was already in a lot of films and not really Benedict Cumberpatch. I guess Marvel really doesn't cast a whole lot of unknowns. I mean, Brie Larson, I guess she was kind of known for a lot of stuff too. And Well, Chris had TV, but still he wasn't known in the capacity. Like He was comedy and it really threw, like it twisted him around. So he, to me, was an unknown in that genre and in that uh, the action films. And you didn't see him if you knew him. You didn't see him, you know, you saw Parks and Rec if you do that, so. Oh, Chris, uh, Chris Pratt. Okay, I thought you were talking. What, uh, I might have said the wrong thing. There's so many different yeah. There's, Yeah, they, I know they get mixed up. They all look the same, you know. <laughs> so, I guess I, at this point, I'm curious, and I don't necessarily, like, think that they should do it one way or another. Like I said, call me the ultimate Marvel fanboy. Call me the... Uh, the mark for anything and everything that Marvel puts out. But I guess that's what I am at this point. I didn't think that we would be getting a Moon Knight series, you know, a year ago, a year and a half ago. I mean, how crazy is that? So I am just strapped in. I'm ready for the ride, guys. We can all just probably agree to please don't cast Seth Rogen as thing. <laughs> like I did hear that. I did hear that. That's uh, speculation. So as long as that doesn't happen, uh, Seth Rogen being thing would just kind of that just puts a bad taste in your mouth, man. I just can't get just for the simple laugh in and of itself. Like I just can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely doesn't have the voice that I think of when it comes to the thing. And he played Pumbaa in The Lion King, right? Yeah, you know for, that. Me, for me, that didn't work either. You know, I, I'm not yeah. a huge Seth Rogen fan, so maybe me either. Yeah, I like I like Seth Rogen in comedies, but nah, I couldn't could see him cast it. He's not my favorite co comedian actor, but he's got some bangers when it comes to the comedy oh, yeah. of things. Yeah, express yeah. classic, <clears throat> but he needs. I was to gonna say the only other thing I saw that I think is interesting is dealing with the quantum mania and the subatomic. I mean, that's that's a lot of stuff that uh, Fantastic Four. You know, I mean, he went to the atomic subatomic realm all a lot and so i felt like that's where the tie-in was going to come you know and i know we're also looking at the multiverse with the uh i just totally forgot the guys the oh you're talking about uh the illuminati yeah illuminati yes yes i totally yeah. forgot the name yeah but where you can hear voices and you're like whoa you know i can hear x professor x and i know some of the people that were supposed to be on it you know and so i know that that probably would be an introduction too but I always thought that subatomic realm and everything was going to really tie them in because they're exploring and just happen upon them or something. That's going to be exciting to see. That's going to be also wild. You know, like we've already gotten a lot of wild stuff already as it is. But I think when Doctor Strange comes out, it's going to be absolutely bananas. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Wesley Snipes come back as Blade. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Chris Evans back as the Human Torch. I mean, get ready for some crazy, wild, wacky stuff. And then some comical crossover with Captain America seeing Human Torch and being like, 
well, you're a good looking guy, you know, something like that where they, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, nothing's, nothing's, uh, what's the word? Nothing's uh, off limits off in limits. that film. I think it's going to be bonkers. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Fans at home, if you haven't already, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Click the bell to get notifications every time we drop a video. We try to drop two videos every week. You can find us on Facebook at Comic Book Cinema. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Comic Book Cinema. Until next time, have a great day. Mm-hmm.